we're women talking on the internet again tonight. And I'm, I, you know, we had, we, we, is it right for women to be on the internet? Is it right for me to be streaming? It, it's, it's, I found it a little upsetting the last week or so. There's so much drama and tension and, you know, people, sometimes people are mean to me when I'm on the internet. And then I, and then I start saying things that I think I might not say in person, even, even though when I read back over them in a chat, it's, it's not nearly as like emotionally wrought as I think it felt to me at the end. I mean, sometimes, sometimes I get really, really upset when people say mean things about me on the internet, which I know my friend Miley would say is my own fault and I should just get off. <laughs> we are here tonight to figure out whether we should be here tonight. Welcome to the Mosaic Arc. dying are you <laughs> i am <laughs> again <laughs> you know you know if we laugh too much people are going to complain did you know that 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 people watch our streams and say we cackle do we cackle i don't think yeah we probably cackle and laugh out loud i mean are we scaring we're scaring the villagers we are, are we? <laughs> us witches on the internet what are we doing here what are we doing here yeah I almost didn't make it. I had to drag myself out of the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Stumble around trying to find how to get myself back online. I really, I didn't think I was going to make it today. But I couldn't stay away. Oh, I know. So. Isn't it? It's like, what's, what, yeah. like, do you, do you feel the energy being, like, sucking out the, the, the ethernet? of energy that we're participating here in here on this stream it's it's kind of addictive yeah the rave is calling i mean how hard is it for you to stay off the internet <clears throat> that's an odd question <laughs> i have a theory i, I have some theories yeah I find so I'm I'm actually oh, a little worried about it. That would imply I've tried to stay <laughs> off. 
<laughs> well, it is Lent. I, have I mean, no... you know, we're supposed to be attending to our temptations and and how much we're drawn into things that may or may not be spiritually uh, healthy. Although I'm not sure that's what Lent's actually mm -hmm. about. I mean, I, I did have a meditation last year realizing that fasting is about prepping yourself for difficulty. Mm. It's like we need we need to be fasting because when it's we're in the desert and it's rough and we're getting challenges, we're going to be weak if all we did was sit around eating bonbons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what I did when I was sick. I think you're not taking the right medicine. I prescribed bonbons. <laughs> I don't have any bonbons. I've been, I've been so thrown down into a, a bonbon free colony. <gasps> all I have all I have is my my tea bag coffee. I mean, this is how bad it's getting. Talk about preparing for difficulties. Mm. <laughs> I've got tea bag coffee and my lozenges over there. And I wasn't really eating. And then I broke my fast because I just had to eat whatever I could get. So, but this is, I mean, the, the, so right. the, the, why do we fast? What is it we're, we're trying to, I, 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 so I, you know, okay. I've been a Catholic now for six years. <laughs> um, but in fact, you know, we're so, we're still so post Vatican two and, and loosey goosey. I, I, I know people around me fast and, you know, they, they sometimes, make a point of like for lunch and they, they, you know, just have fish or something like that. But I had the horrible realization that if, if I just kept, if I kept to what people seem to describe as the Linton diet, it would basically be the diet that I lived on for about 25 years as a vegetarian. <laughs> and so I'm like, wait a minute, if I, if I'm fasting, that just throws me back into my old paganism. I'm not sure what I know what to do about that. Yeah. The, um, uh, the carbohydrate paganism. Hold on, Mike. Something's happening here. Is your, is your internet already glitching out on us? It's doing something. No, you're moving. I can hear you. Oh, sorry. Something was happening there. Um, if the inter if the internet yeah, demons I, get us before we actually properly introduce them tonight, <clears throat> okay, they're demons. Right? <laughs> that's that's what they want. They want to be on stage. Yeah. Uh, Shh. Um. Yeah. No, the carb thing is real. Yeah. It, and it it was a it was a struggle to get through that uh, when I first started doing it because we have a we have a very long fasting regimen. In the Coptic Church, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not very good at fasting. Like I, I don't. Obviously, I've already broken it this Lent. Um, I get stricter towards the Holy Week. I think a lot of people do that. But what's the point of it? I mean, what's what's the point of fasting? And I last year I was. I think I was also reading a lot in. Guéranger's liturgical year, and he had this long, you know, lo lovely daily Lenten meditations, and how important it was. Why Western civilization was failing? Why Christendom is failing? It was actually he's writing in the nineteenth century. He says Christendom mm. is failing because people don't fast anymore. Mm. And and well, that makes sense. Why? Um, they're not accustomed to deprivation. And if you're scared of being deprived, it's easy for someone to 
keep you on a treadmill of consumption. It's it's far easier to keep somebody on the treadmill of consumption when they fear deprivation. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Could this be why women have such a hard time on the internet? we will leap in with images now this is a canonical image those of you who have been following Milo long enough will recognize the article for which this was the thumbnail she's crying the little girl is crying. Oh, the little baby girl, she's crying. Yes. yes. <laughs> and 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 this was back in 2016 in the days, you know, post Gamergate recently and it's like if women have a, I should probably I should probably pull this up so I can read off of it, but whatever, I'll do it by from memory. Um what Milo wrote is if if women have trouble being on the internet, they should just log off. <laughs> just quit. <laughs> just Q. Yeah. Q hysteria over how mean he was to say that he sh they should log off. Why should it be so difficult? I can hear the screams from here. <laughs> <laughs> Reverberating Reverb through the space-time continuum. Ah! Um, it's interesting theory. Can, can we log off the internet? I don't think we can. Okay, that's another layer. That's definitely another layer. Practically, I don't think it's possible. It's just not possible. But uh, uh, we, we were talking about this the other day, and I said that I think men and women are using the internet for completely different reasons. Mm. So scanning over uh, what Milo said in the article was great. You know, what was it? Boisterous and challenging or confronting and autistic. <laughs> Being that way online. Um, is a very different way to approach the technology than uh, the reason that I think a lot of the women are doing it, that were angry at him for um, being told to log mm. off. So uh, he's basically gone and asked uh, women to deprive themselves of something that's upset them. Fasting. Fasting. But fast, fasting yeah. from what? What is what is this this internet that we need to fast from? And I think and I I am actually the, those of you who are watching in horror know this is not going to be all about women. However, I I do I well I mean we did that one last week. I I do think that what women's problem with logging off is is a good key into what it is that we're trying to understand. It's like I I, I don't it's like guys you know. If you're listening and and are, have not been driven away by our cackling, um, how hard or difficult it is for you to log up. I and mean, we've we've seen it in our various you know Telegram um, conversations that some guys seem to get just as caught up <laughs> and, and seem <laughs> yeah, and do. seem to depend <laughs> on the the world of the internet interaction as a kind of shall we say drug. Yes, I think that's fair yeah. to say. And what kind of, and so you're saying that in Milo's article, he's pointing out that men, I mean, he, this is, he said it a lot over the years, right? It's like men on the internet, you know, love, um, uh, what's the word he calls it? Hazing, 
right? They love hazing each mm -hmm. other. They, they're, they're in this, boy, as you say, boisterous, autistic, experimental. I mean, I just see it as a fence or you're bouting, right? And, and so I've definitely seen women in fencing. We, we, we have to learn as, as fencers, as women, to deal with the reality of competition, losing, you know, blah, 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 blah. But there is, a, there is a different kind of feel and dynamic to it. And what Milo seemed to be describing with the gamers and the problem with the Gamergate, there were women involved in Gamergate that wanted to be playing the games too, but that they, they want to be in it for the rough and tumble of the interaction. Whereas yes. women want to be generically, essentially, um, want, are getting some other kind of something out of being on the internet. But it can be equally difficult for both to fast from the internet. I mean, okay, so the men are all on porn. We're not talking about porn tonight. But, I mean, that's another kind of addiction, obviously, to the, mm. this kind of digital engagement. That's a, that's also an attention addiction. Mm. Porn is an attention addiction. It's just not considered an attention addiction. I won't get into it though. <laughs> it's a it, that's a long conversation, but I mean most because most of what men would say about women being on the internet is that they're there to get attention, mm. and then of course, well we've both had the experience of this because we've both run chat rooms in various incarnations and. Um, I, you know, I've run, I've, I've run rooms for short, um, short term, uh, kind of hosting. And I like to practice hospitality in my room and, uh, having the experience of running an all female chat room was a very, very interesting, uh, little, um, experiment because, uh, it's a completely different experience. These digital spaces without men in them, they, <laughs> they've got, it's got a real potential to be um, train wrecks very Ooh, quickly. Like, oh, maybe the 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 <clears> next <throat> picture will help there. These girls, oh, the, the main, main ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this, I mean, this is another thing that Milo mentions in the article. I think maybe I, I got this from a different art article that was linked in his "Why Women Should Log Off," which is women are really nasty to each other, uh, and that if you find often the the pylons that people have experienced in the in the internet world have you know that women being you know feeling got at and being called names and 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 slant shamed and degraded and so forth it's other women doing it yeah yep <laughs> it's girl on girl mm -hmm. violence it's not the boys you've experienced it i mm -hmm. have too but so it's like, it's like we, women should log off because we're just being nasty to each other. And that's what the problem is. No. Okay. So it's more than that. It's not just that we get into, I mean, so we, you know, I, unfortunately, and I don't think we really want to go there, but it's on our minds because we're watching in our unauthorized mini community, some bad feelings playing out. And, and, you know, mean things are being said on, not on all sides in the same way, but it's, 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 I think, I, I, I think there's different levels of what's at stake. I mean, one's the, why is it so hard to log off? Why is it just, it's like something distressing and upsetting or even just fun is happening 
and it's really, really hard to just not look, which is mm. one aspect of it. And then there's the kind of engagement that people get involved in and not knowing how to deal with it. Yeah, I think that the the two it's at least those two different variants, right? That just I can't let myself step away because because and I, I do have some fill in the blanks here, but we're sort of building tension um, <laughs> of like what is it? Because I you know maybe maybe I should stop building tension and just go back to the crying little girl and say what my theory is. Should I should I do that? <laughs> should I do that that with this theory? Yeah, probably. Let's just, Let's do, just it. do it. So. <laughs> Um, this, this, it has to be a little confessional because, you know, this is why we learn. Um, I mentioned that I've been kicked out of chats, Milo's, for example, <laughs> several times, <laughs> actually mainly Milo's. Um, I mean, I did get kicked out of Owens, still wondering about that one. Um, but the, the, the being kicked out of Milo's chat. I, and I, it's actually on the blog. There's, there's a number of posts from three years ago where I'm meditating on things like men and women's engagement there and the rules of the game and how men and women behave. Mm -hmm. But the, the main thing that I remember and recognize, and I don't think I've actually blogged about is how much I cried when that happened. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it was, I mean, there, there were layers. You were there with me. I think we've talked about it a little bit. But the the thing that I noticed most was that you're you're cut off, right? And mm. at first I was thinking that it was, you know, actually personal, the, the sort of feeling of being rejected by those particular people. But I've come to I've come to some understanding. I think it's simply addictive. I think you, you you're cut off from your supply. And that's why you end up in tears. It's it's I mean it's the same reason you end up crying because you didn't have your chocolate. It is yeah. flat <laughs> out addiction. Two, and then when I started paying attention to that, think about th I've I've been noticing that this this past week and sort of clearly warming up for this. What happens when you're in the the sort of state of scrolling? through chats and, and telegram is telegram is powerful for this right because you scroll through all the channels yeah. that you watch and you scroll through the chats and you look to see whether anybody's responded and then you look over here to this other response and of course you want a happy response to whatever it is you said that makes you feel happy but you know another response is also good because that's a response right and there you're in and, and you can sit down and not stand up for hours being mm -hmm. in that absorptive dream state, I think. And I yes. think therefore when people get kicked out and I think this is, a, this is playing out in, in the other chats and the other situations quite powerfully, when you get kicked out of something that you are, it, it doesn't, it's, it's no, whether it's positive or negative, I'm not quite sure it completely matters. It's you are in it, right? It's, it's all of your attention's focused into it. All of you, your engagement in it. And the the ability of these online digital spaces to be moderated <laughs> so that you are instantaneously cut off from this entire engagement that you were um, involved in, you burst into tears. Mm. At least I have, right? And, and, and no, and then- <laughs> I'm just and, But the thing is, the, the place I understand this is in fact from my fencing, because 
The fencing yeah. is the same problem. When we bow in a tournament, first you do a, a round robin in a pool and you, um, from those bouts, get a seating into the, the second stage of the, the event. Um, in the, in the, in the, um, the pool bout, you know, you, you, you lose, you get another bout, although with a different person, and you sort of keep going. And it is fraught because you know you need a good seed for the, 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 the elimination tree, but you still get to keep fencing. In the elimination tree, when you lose, you're done. You're, you're out. out. Right. And pre presumably anybody who's competed in a elimination tree setting will understand this feeling. When you're out, you're out. You don't get to try again mm -hmm. that day. You are finished. And then I started putting these two things together of the way I have reacted. It's on the blog to losing <laughs> in those elimination situations. And it's, it's crashingly crush crushing, right? You don't get to, start up again and re and and redo or fix it or no you don't see these women for another three months or a year or something like that it's done you're go and the, the 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 intensity of the engagement is is so powerful that absolutely men not so much but absolutely every woman who has ever fenced has ended up in tears mm. absolute well, guarantee yeah, it'd be, it's intense psychological pressure. Mm -hmm. See, um, it makes sense to me from the perspective that um, maybe not in all fields, but in most of them, I find, well, I've had this experience, uh, as, uh, as we've talked about, hiding my face and staying anonymous for as long as possible because I was having intense internet bouts with everybody and i knew that as soon as i lost my anonymity it would change the engagement because then someone would be fighting my face because no matter what happens with women that aspect of it always comes in somehow which is why when women get nasty with each other mm. online they always bring up another woman's looks no matter what it's uh as you mentioned in the blog you expect women to be fighting based on skill, knowledge, uh, competency. Women don't fight like Not that. Not at all. Um, they don't care about skill, <clears throat> even if they say they do, but they don't care about it. Uh, in general, this is a generalization. Uh, there are exceptions, but there are exceptions that prove the rule. And when women are um, put into that psychologically precarious mode where they're skills are tested and then they're knocked out of those kinds of rounds then they're the other side of the competitive nature of a woman sort of is there as well so you we fight ourselves in that way um and then we you know we're fighting each other in that way isn't it i mean <laughs> we can lose an internet argument uh and, and i did uh, as a guy and no one cared. It was just like, oh, well, no worries. And then you, you know, you, you join the argument again tomorrow, and you keep going. Uh, things are a little bit different for um, females engaged in that kind of combat. So this is, and this is indeed in my internet battles with my academic colleagues, they went for my face, absolutely, right? Yeah. It's like they they looked up pictures and started talking about how ugly I was, and um, it it, w it was a guarantee. 
it's like and, and they and they didn't want to engage with my scholarship they didn't want to engage with my arguments they didn't want to engage with you know the actual thoughts it was she's nasty we need to say things about her but i think so we're gonna have to you know we oscillate back and forth between the crying little girl and the mean girls right because i think there's yeah. there's the internal effects of being cut off from whatever it, and and the thing is i think for women the social engagement is very important i hadn't thought of this until just now but in fencing this is how i solved it in fencing is that i told myself you're there for the whole event even when you get knocked out mm. because the feeling that i had was i mean and this i actually talking out loud right now the feeling i had in the eliminations was now i'm done i'm cut out i'm no longer i don't belong anymore i have to leave which was exactly wrong, in fact, um, that now, I mean, I might still actually get angry. I'm looking forward to this in April, going back to the tournament. Oh my gosh, great. Um, <laughs> you got, like I said, everybody has cried at some point. And the best thing that happened to me once about a decade ago or so, before I really started winning and had my good, like, that, you know, six or seven years, um, I burst into tears at the end of about because I'd done so badly and done stupid things. And I just sat down and cried. I was still there in the pod at the, ed at the edge of the strip. And I just sat there and cried. And the other women, bless their hearts, came around and said, don't worry, it's just adrenaline. I'm like, oh my gosh, nice. what a gift. It's just the adrenaline. I just, you know, it's like this surge of all of that thing that you'd been absolutely yes. focused on. And you humiliate yourself because you made mistakes and you didn't think you should lose. There's all these layers of expectation and blame. And I looked bad. I think the I looked bad is also a problem, right? It's like I looked bad. Yes. And they're just they and they just said everybody. It's you're crying. Everybody does it. It's 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 the adrenaline. And I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. And after that, I, I I think there's then after that there's layers of when I learned this. It's like when you get knocked out go cry whatever do you, sometimes i've had to leave the event because i did so badly and i was so mad at myself and that was not that was very embarrassing um but other times most of the time now i say okay you're done fencing now you're studying and i go back and i watch the rest of the event and 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 that for me yes. was the way of saying you're still part of this regardless of when you're out the event's not over until it's done which is you're watching the final mm -hmm. right and 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 that psychologically for me was incredibly important because it was saying, I still am a part of this. I, I still belong that I realized as a woman, for yeah. me, the hardest thing was feeling excluded. Yeah. Now you all yes. know how to get me. <laughs> and, and that of course is the obverse of what the mean girl exercise is. It's making sure that you figure out who's in and who's out. Yes. Yes. Well, that's a woman's exactly. role. Yeah. That's a woman's role, which is why when, when you're, when your friend says girls get off the internet, they're shrieking in terror because, um, uh, it's, it's the, it's the edict to be exiled from the social realm. It's like deplatforming, you know, uh, asking someone to, Deplatform them, deplatform themselves. Mm. Yep. So there's the fear of the ostracism, which we've all talked about a lot in the cancel culture, mm -hmm. and it's like your voice is gone. But for women, yes. 
it's i mean the the death the social death is it it's it's just crushing it's it's cataclysmic and yet it is it's hard for us being in this social environment where we can't use the other things that we're used to using as women what you were saying when when we're just in the chat and you're in whatever avatar character or um a non-name you're using i mean theoretically you could be anything right you could be a dog you could be a monkey you could be a horse you could be a, a, a man um but it it is interesting to me and i i, I don't think how soon did i did do this how hard it is for women to stay ac- actually and on because they start losing they start realizing that they can't use all of their repertoire of influence just with their text and so i mean i i had one time i had to to throw someone out of my chat because she just wouldn't stop posting videos of herself and I'm just oh, yeah. like, just stop <laughs> it. No, you cannot do this in my chat. My chat is not for this. We're not talking about social gossip. We're not talking about, we're not trying to, you know, allure and seduce and, and play those games. And yet here we are on the internet doing streams. <laughs> I, I should have worn my book. Yeah. <laughs> I just wear the same costume. Well, I wear I, the same thing every stream, right? Because I'm like trying to stay in my professor costume and not turn into worrying about other things, right? It's like I've got this one. It's 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 my uniform. This is me, right? Somebody remarked it no, in my great. my my stills from last week. It's like, yes, I do. In fact, wear exactly the same thing every time, unless I'm my mom's. <laughs> i don't think anyone would notice it's always black for me um okay so here i'm thinking about the the kind of response that guys have to that same uh competition pressure so especially with tennis players because as everyone knows the australians host the tennis so we're familiar with tennis players the difference in behavior with the men and the women is really interesting the guys get angry. So women cry because of that adrenaline surge when the guys throw their rackets. They get mad. They get, they're full of rage. The, the difference in the response, the difference uh, in that uh, response to having that adrenaline mm. surge is rage versus all out sadness. <laughs> we go back to the crying little girl. <laughs> well, we have a yeah. rule in fencing if you throw your mask, you get black carded and you're thrown out of the tournament. Uh, There's a reason for that rule. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those masks are what heavy, happened? right? So if everybody, you know, the number of flying masks there would be from people being angry, you can't throw, you can't throw your mask or anything else, you know, for that reason. So we have, we have our first super chat. Rebear Steel says, thank you for the stream. Thank you, Rebear. So, see, okay. So, we, oh, we've been validated. We get to be on the stream now. <laughs> okay. So we recognize there's some, there's some, stress and tension and tears and mean girling and stuff like that why are we doing this why are we spider women on the internet right why put ourselves through all of this for what right and and i obviously you know that there have been tears there have been maybe not masks thrown but other things you know have happened when i've been cut off from the internet for whatever reason for you know for these this thing it's like why are we here? Yes. <laughs> why? Why, why <laughs> put ourselves through this? 
you guys, you're going to have to figure this out. Maybe you'll tell us in the comments a little bit. Um, Casey, Casey is saying, when women hear log off, they hear shut up. Yes. Um, I understand the anger, but it was misplaced. Well, Casey, they were more angry at the limitations of their own nature. Yes. And I, I mean, we're, we're so trying to figure out what's like, why are we, why are any of us here in this space, which is like the tennis court or like the, the fencing um, strip somehow combative and emotionally challenging and trying and stressful and it's just like it seems to bring out absolutely everything in us here we have the mm -hmm. medieval spider woman we also have the girls when they're on the web <laughs> right? oh like, yeah they're caught in there <laughs> what are we doing here guys what are you doing here she's like we can start from where we are as women but what are we doing here why be, mm. why i mean the good porn we're not talking about that but the 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 intensity of the engagement is clearly worth a lot of our life because we're in it a lot now and something's happening for us that we're here that we need to understand well it helps me when I started to, uh, you know, where, where, when and where we first met helped me a lot because that was the beginning just before COVID had hit. And after the, the pandemic started, the ability for me to still have some way to sharpen my intellect and not... Um, And not be surrounded by um, a kind of monotone of despair was really important. Mm. When I when I was in the chats, I got to play, I got to game. It was like, yes, it was killing time because obviously we were locked inside for a really long time. <laughs> like I don't think people quite understand. I've done the equivalent of a prison sentence. <laughs> It was a lot of time to kill, but um, like you and I would talk and then I would do reading and then I would come back and I would have an argument with somebody about something. And so I was constantly learning as I was going along because I was speaking to so many different kinds of people. Mm. So um, the more I would fight, the more I would uh, just have an understanding of a different topic, whatever it was, the topic uh, under uh, of discussion, but also realizing uh, I mean, I suppose different aspects of like my own knowledge, holes in my knowledge, but also playing with the the psychology of the situation that I was in as well. Mm. You know, so I got to kind of transform it into something playful and fun instead of uh, uh, this uh, horrendous, you know, pit of lockdown despair. Um, well, it's it's like I it I I I had some fun with Gabby AI generating cities oh, yeah. for us, right? There is we are in this kind of city it's 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 mm -hmm. this city of 
light and and connection and you know vis- audio visual and things like that i mean that's to the to a certain degree the problems that we're having on the internet are the problems we have in society anyway in- intensified yes. and, and 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 you could also say honed i mean we are using you guys, you realize we're setting you up for something in particular, <laughs> but these these metaphors of competition and sport and training and like this this kind of artificiality of the rules that you play in in a chat room versus a game mm-hmm. versus so the and you're talking about now about honing your skills of reading and then coming back and arguing and and then when we started writing all the poetry, we we're actually training to a particular art form. Yes. But it's a city. It's like we're somehow in this city of lights that we get to visit. I mean, it, it's very Neil Stevenson. Yes, I read whatever. Oh, now I forgot. It was Snow Crash, right? It's like somehow we are to be cut off is not just to be cut off from that one little game. It's to be cut off from this, this the engagement with this whole new world that we are participating in. Yes. Yeah, it's digital civilization. Yeah almost yeah um and then there's the <laughs> the opposite of the civilization which is the digital desert that surrounds it <laughs> i did try i was trying to get gabby to to give me something about you know the 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 well they're streamed intersands right it's like a, this this feeling oh, of yeah. okay so we're saying why would we be on this internet okay on the one hand it's because it's a city and we're social and we like being social and girls make social things and therefore that makes sense but on the other hand we seem to go into this situation where we just end up crying or mean to each other <laughs> why would we do this to ourselves <laughs> I go out into the desert (laughs) into the here's I've got the desert and it's it's nothing but shadows and and shifting dunes and I there there is I the series of images that this guy did of these camel shadows is really amazing but I keep thinking of this it's like this this world that you you can't even tell where the animals are and the the shadows are bigger than the, the real bodies and that you know the the as the camels walk across the the dunes in the sahara you end up with no traces ever i mean this this is also the feeling you can be on the internet of one it's forever because everything is digitally archived somewhere and 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 on the other hand this constant feeling of it has no permanent effect i mean the the, the things that people seem to not be transformed by or affected by because they come and start talking about the same thing they did yesterday as if nothing never changes <laughs> It's a kind of Saharan-like yeah. dune-shifting eternity in it. There is, and it's very it gets very tribal very quickly, so it's very similar to the Sahara. Mm. People get very tribal very quickly. And you end up with tribal, tribal warfare in a digital sand dune. <laughs> 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 Where, yeah, it's... Um, people fighting to occupy a territory of ether which is it, it's just very funny but that, i mean that is essentially the battle that everybody's raging when they're going on and um trying to establish a presence on the internet and then complaining about being deplatformed yeah it's a a, a, sh- a, a, a the shifting sands of this uh, ethereal territory that has a, a kind of pseudo permanence is very strange and everybody's fighting for it. I hadn't thought of that. 
so yes, we're we're in this. Okay, one, it's a wilderness. So we have on on the one hand that this feeling of there's a city out there somewhere <laughs> that maybe I mean we're back in our e duchies and you know the wild west and things like that. There is a feeling yeah. of because when I was trying to generate these AI images, one I was I one I'm terrified of the AI because I find it creepy, but I realized. Um. That for this conversation, this is exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about the way we live in this digital world. And so conversely, the creepiness in this context is, no, this is where we are all the time. We live in this, sand, this I mean, it's sands because it's shifting and, and, and tribal, and, and, but it's also sand because it's uh, glass <laughs> and, and, and electric and that, that you know, kind of um techno te it's pieces of go ahead oh sorry no it's it's pieces of rock from the chip upwards right right yeah the, the circuitry everything it's just earth that's being restructured and sand yeah. remolded it's like every, yeah it, it does it has that basically uh it is glass the city of uh, <laughs> the city of sand, the city of glass, fiber net cables, yeah. yeah, fiber optic cables made of glass, all of it. So it's all sand. So whether we're using the sand, the the city image or the or the desert image, they've blended. <laughs> this, yeah. this, there's a little debate going on in my DCR, my Dragon Common Room, about the necessity of the cities. For the countryside and vice versa and it seems to be how difficult to get across just for some of our members that these two things are intertwined right the degree to which the city creates the countryside and the degree to which the countryside is defined by the city the city is defined by the countryside that they they they, they, they are together and this this city in the desert glass sand image is exactly this problem of how are we to learn to live in the city when in fact, what we're experiencing is this constant shiftingness of yeah. that glass world. Well, I think that's why women respond the way they respond online. Okay. To sudden changes. Because women r require the platform of a tribe to function. And so when the tribe changes, when the tribal dynamics change, the women freak out more than the men do, because the men are the ones that establish the tribal dynamics in the in the in the sense of like uh, the strength of it. You know, you can't. Uh, yeah, it, I'm. I'm just. I'm just thinking in terms of the. The behavior of uh, of women on the internet, women needing to establish the status that they have in particular areas, in particular environments, and then at all costs avoiding, for the most part, saying anything that would rock the boat and uh, disturb the tribal dynamics of wherever they are. They don't want to be deplatformed. Most women don't want to be deplatformed. They actively avoid it. Whereas the guys are out mm, in that combative way, constantly looking uh, around for a new territory to 
to move into and to explore and you know they're kind of expanding their little um operations mm. it's just two different ways of looking at using the same technology Yes, and the women, we've seen this in, in the chats too, the Telegram chats, the women get very possessive. <laughs> I mean, yes. we, can, we are allowed to possess our own chats because they're our salon and hers is different from mine. Although we have a lot of overlap <laughs> of, of people, they come and go and some hang out in the diner and then some come to the DCR. But the, the women taking over men's chats, <laughs> which is of course, yeah. which is of course the reason that Milo was writing the, the um, women should just log off because women were moving into the men's spaces and then trying to treat yeah. them as theirs rather than creating. I mean, it's interesting because I think we're now we're it's like in the inter in the intersection between the men are wanting one thing and the women are wanting another, but the women also seem to want to take over the men's and take over what they were doing and the being upset when the men behave like men in their situations, which again was the Gamergate problem and, and the, the thing that Milo was writing about. Um, and it, it's, we've, we, we witnessed this too, the, the women taking over chats that they had, they, they, they changed the character of everything because they, they stifle the men's interactions and change the fights too. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> oh, we've, we've yes. seen that a little bit. <laughs> Well, they want to reduce conflict. The women do, yes. And then, yes, and then by reducing conflict, they're interfering with the men's uh, work because men work well in conflict. Right. It's healthy for them. It's good for them. Men who are deprived of conflict end up retarded. Well, they don't train. They I mean, don't. I mean they don't have literally. any. They, yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't have. They don't go and <clears> test <throat> their skills against each other. And and that's I mean the, with the fencing the fencing thing is like the men have to bow to get those skills. You can't have your mom or your wife sitting on the side of that bout saying, "Don't get hurt, honey." <laughs> or no. or conversely, right? The men are in a bout, and this this is a problem. It's like the the parents and coaches always have to be like corralled and controlled at the tournaments because um, the the parents will start trying to do, play the bout for the kids. Right. Fencing parents are, are, are a problem of themselves because the, is that like the soccer mom phenomenon or like dancing mom? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it with the fencing, right? Because um, it, fencing is it's it's a good sport because you've got you know in the same tournament from ten year olds up to eighty year olds now because we're a small mm. sport, so you can have these national tournaments that are lots of different events and layers, and so you see all of this, right? And it's very, very hard for the parents just to let their kids do the bout. Um, mm. And some coaches have that problem too, that they start like puppeting their, their students, their, 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 their athletes and telling them what moves to make next. And it's like, if you have someone puppeting you, you never learn how to deal with the situation. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's no training then. It's not training. Right. That's a student on autopilot. Right. And so women are, ah, oh, well, I, I'm thinking then in the sense that the, the fencing moms, what they're doing then is preventing real training from happening. Right. Mm. Which is what 
Milo said that the girls were doing to the boys on the internet. Well, what he said was they were, they, they were, I mean, I did a little um, cartoon about this called Lobster Side, which has, I mean, it was in, it was in the, the Google memo about the way gender differences were affecting things. James Damore, right? Um, and I was thinking about how, like, women like me go in and want to do the men's thing, like you too, now that we all know you're a woman. Um and we do actually want to play by their rules. Although I recognize that even wanting to play by their rules, I still default to women's moves sometimes. Uh, you know, <laughs> please don't hit me so hard. I'm a girl. Um, and mm. then once women are in there, other women can come in. And once you get, once, once the, 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 um, balance of people shifts to more women than men the whole character of the the game has completely changed it's no longer the, no. the skills structure game it's the social game that women play and and women's games are inclusive they're about being polite they're salon right they're like behavior it's how do you behave well at the party um whereas men's yes. games are are different and i have no idea what men's games are actually like because if i'm there the dynamics has changed already <laughs> Right, it's it's yes. like you can't even observe it properly because your your very presence shifts the whole situation. Guys, we don't expect you to tell us because why would you? You should have your. It should be like in in the American Southwest, the 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 um Anasazi, the the older Pueblo people. Um, the men had kivas, right, where only the men get to go, and they do men things in there. And if the women spy on them, mm. they should, you know, they get killed as witches or something because you shouldn't be watching, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> the men do their men thing, and the women do our thing, and the men don't want to do our thing anyways. They don't even care what we talk about. We established that last week. Um, so, yeah. But the women, we're always curious, right? We always want to be in there seeing what the guys are up to because it does matter to us has a big effect on their cho their choices but it dis it disrupts and destroys their training if we do that yes i think that's the main danger and that's probably why they had those rules you know like tribal societies that had men's men's spaces and women's spaces and the reason why i mean even in our church i've said this before but our liturgy uh i can't even sit with the men we have to sit on the right hand side mm -hmm. The men are on the left, and you never go near the men's side during liturgy. It's just not done. <laughs> um, but the, it is the training. It's the in, it's the interruption of the training of men because men are engineered. They're built. Women are not. Women just are. They can be. You know, someone posted something uh, in my chat this morning, saying the. Um, you'll disagree with me, but bear with me for a second. Uh, said uh, oh, I'm holding about, back you know, all my womanliness. A, a woman. Well, there's a reason why I'm saying it. Um, the the discussion was uh, between two people texting each other. There were a couple, and the girls complaining. Oh, you know, I want you to change and do better. And he's like, Yeah, okay, I will. But then you have to do it too. And she goes, Oh, if you won't accept me as I am, where the relationship's over, right? So obviously, the person who's posted is complaining that women are entitled but um i think it's much more important for men to understand or women to understand that the process of men becoming men is a process of engineering and men engineering each other mm -hmm. women are not built the same way because we're not um 
we're not forged in competitional pressures in the same way that men have to be in order to uh, find uh, find ourselves and to be able to lead families and to establish a patriarchy. Mm. That's why I don't think women are um, engineered that way. We just uh, we have our social games that engineer us, but uh, men they need to be hit in order to grow. Yeah. Well, we're sort of then, we're, so we're sort of in this interesting place now because we're with Christ in the desert. It's supposed to be Lent right now, mm. and and we're we started with the meditation on fasting and and what that means it's like so what kind of this is interesting because i didn't expect <laughs> guys we do plan these things but sometimes they go places i didn't plan um that we we're thinking about not just the the fasting and the desert and what that is but how how men or women are are going to be affected differently by the 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 linton practices mm Well, it's interesting. Christ had to fast. Christ fasted for 40 days before he established his uh, his mission to his people. He went into combat against the the adversary. He went into combat uninhibited by anybody else. I'm thinking about how it's different for men and women. Mm. So I'm reading I'm reading David Friedrich Strauss's Life of Christ, The Life of Jesus Christ Critically Examined, which is the, the 1840 George Eliot translation from the fourth edition of the German to understand exactly what 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 kind of crisis we're in and understanding Christ and mm -hmm. I was just reading this evening about the temptation in the desert and I mean for for Strauss who's doing this um he's trying to say whether it's historical or mythical and most of the time he's finding out none of the the gospels have too many different variants between them the synoptics versus John and that things don't make sense there's no logic in it <laughs> Um, and it's, saying, it's like, why does Christ need to go into the desert? He knows who he is. But the interesting thing, the, one of the things that Strauss said was that it had not struck me properly before was it's the only story in which the devil actually like appears. Mm. And then he's saying, this, this is strange. He's trying to be all like, you know, this doesn't make any sense. How could the devil actually appear? And, you know, in previous, in previous meditations, I've thought about the specific temptations that Satan brings but that what you're talking about, he had to go into combat. It's like, it is the one place in the Bible where Satan actually manifests in some way. And, and then, you know, to work, to, to talk, to, to talk to Jesus, to, I mean, it seems you know, he appears to him and then tempts him with the food and the, you know, that the angels will catch you if you throw yourself off the temple and bow down to me and I'll give you the world. Um, yes. But it is a it is a combat. It is. It was combat. And in, in, in proper mythological terms, Jesus need to needed to do this to do the training 
I mean, we do recognize this, that he goes, he, go, he goes through the temptations we do so that we know how to deal with it. But yes. he had to go through the training to be able then to go through what was coming, which was, mm. I mean, everything from his teaching and his compassion for people to the crucifixion and, and his, you know, betrayal and abandonment. Yes. Yes. So the preparation for his death in various stages. <clears throat> well, well, I think quite, quite bluntly, and this is, so I have been fencing bear for a very long time. <laughs> I got Fancy Bear, who I realized I forgot to bring on stream because my friend Milo has teased me so much about having it. Um, I got the toy in 20, 2005. I started my blog in 2008. And one of the very first blog posts I did <clears throat> had this image. St. <laughs> Anthony with some characters. Uh, with yeah. some characters. Um, and that I was... Now, I, I, doing that setup, I forgot what I was thinking about. Um, the training. That we, we do all of this training to know how to respond in the situations that we're, we find ourselves in. Um, mm. And, I mean, obviously Christ is going to have some pretty difficult situations to be in. But you think about all of the bouts that he has with the Pharisees and the mm. Sadducees and the the um his you know his family however we think about that and the the you know the people who loved him and the people who hated him all of the challenges that we have socially constantly there as a test for him I think in 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 Jesus Christ superstar there's that wonderful scene where he's after they do the hosanna hosanna and then you know Jesus will you heal me heal me heal me and there and he screams at them heal yourselves and you, you do wonder how many times Jesus would just would say, stop it. I'm sick of a lot of you. <laughs> Go away. We don't have any record of that. Thankfully. It would be a little demoralizing. <laughs> well, and this is, I realize that me as professor on the internet, I can't be, I can't be impatient with anybody because, you know, they'll be all, yeah. they'll, and, you know, what if I growled at them? right or ban them i do ban them every so often and then they come back a year later and maybe they've learned their lesson or not i mean it's like we're, we're in this 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 constant who dare we say psychological combat and mm. um you know that i was i was aware of that in my fencing from day one as this was a kind of spiritual training the fencing as a sport mm. which is a physical thing was you know, purposefully on my part and then in the blog explored, you know, publicly an exercise in recognizing my own sins mm. and weaknesses and pride and humiliation and shame and envy. And oh, guess what? All the demons in the desert. <laughs> yeah. The monsters are out there. <laughs> Which is, With all. to get to the midpoint of our stream tonight, the point of going into the desert. <laughs> right? We said that said, it's like, why are we here on the internet? 
Why do we put ourselves through all of this? Why do we go into the desert and sit there with Christ being hungry, right? Why does Christ go into the desert? Kilt has just been saying it. What did I say? <laughs> Train bout. Have the devil show up, right? And Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that's, you know, with St. Anthony, Tell me. Yeah. Which, which Mel is St. Anthony, bring back the memory. St. Anthony goes into the desert outside, you know, it's like he's living in the Nile, right? The Nile is one great long city. It's a strip city. Yes. <laughs> it's the original Vegas strip. <laughs> You can only cultivate, right, like the banks of the river. And it's like, there's nothing but desert on either side. And so you think, yeah. it's like, why are the earliest monks living out there in caves in the desert? Like St. Anthony. He, he's actually not, I, there, there are other monks that are doing it too. When, when, but he's, he's drawn into the desert. Why go out into the desert? Why yeah. say, why, why do that? It's the wilderness. Where the demons are. That's where the demons are. He's going there for the combat, for this training, for this practice. And um, there's a excellent book by Peter Brown, who's some some people may be familiar with because he's famous for um, books on late antiquity. He wrote a very his first book was on Saint Augustine, so he's thinking about the history of this. Um, he did a book called The Body and Society. And talked about why, you know, it's like this, it makes no sense. These, these desert fathers, the earliest monastics, why do they end up leaving the towns along the banks of the Nile and going out and live in the desert? And Brown explains, and this is, this is a, a complicated thing to get your head around, but it fits with what we've been trying to say about sand and glass and stuff like So you go out into the desert because that's where the demons are. What are demons? Here we have we have we have skull. Uh, no, there there. Oh, I I I I, met, I messed up my slides. Here's here's the city on the hill, right? And here's this this uh, Gabby AI. Some somehow still trying to vision, do my vision of. There's this desert that you go out into in order to have your combat, and that's the one I was looking for. Aliens? No, Scully. I'm based now. I'm oh. hunting demons. <laughs> How do you be a based monk? You go into the desert and you hunt <laughs> demons. But what are the demons? What actually are they? What do we think they are? Fallen angels. Oh, well, you can go to that too. Here we go. We'll go next. They're fallen angels. Or there's there's uh, Satan fallen under Christ who's sitting on his rainbow. Ah, Yes. Um, creatures that are no longer obeying their creator that I mean angel angels are messengers so there are messengers that are no longer obeying the the logos i, I would mm. assume <laughs> no longer sending the right message <laughs> <laughs> that fits or distorting it somehow mm -hmm. so what what rob uh peter brown explained the desert fathers thought they were thoughts right mm. the demons are both 
both inside and outside, which fits with the messengers. It fits with the way we engage with them on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, they're logismoi thoughts. And what's, what's, what's complicated about them is you go out into the desert because that's where they are. They're actually like entities that somehow live in the desert, but you carry them with them because they're your own, they're your own sins. Mm. And um, one of the the famous uh, Desert Fathers of Agrius Ponticus gives a list of the eight deadly thoughts, which then Gregory the Great will pick up because he spends a lot of time in Constantinople and they know all, all these monks know each other. Um, and, and so, you know, we'll recognize them as sin, uh, sorry, seven deadly sins, like um, pride, envy, sloth, lust, greed. Um, I always forget several of them. Anger. Um I'm I'm certain you've been tempted to one has been tempted to some of these while being on the internet, <laughs> but I mean the, the internet sins are all going to be the the very intellectual sins, right? Pride and envy, anger. It's 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 harder to be have the physical sins with sloth. Well, maybe sloth, lug, uh, lust, well, porn, <laughs> um, gluttony. Yes. I, why can't I ever name all seven of them? And then, and then Evagrius had a, 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 another that's like vainglory, which is a little different from pride. His, his list was slightly different. He had eight. So they're spider-like. <laughs> that fits. <laughs> it's crawling with spiders. The web crawling with spiders. That fits. The web crawling with the spiders of the eight deadly thoughts. Mm, that fits. Well, why are they? Uh, I'm 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 just thinking about the process of why they're these things are magnified, because when you're in the wilderness, it's a kind of sensory deprivation. The internal things get louder because they're you don't have the you, you don't have the architectural bombardment and you don't have the civilizational sensations like uh, constantly coming in. So it's a kind of sensory deprivation. I mean, the internet and is kind of sensory deprived in that sense. It is. Because we're not our it bodies. I mean, that's, women find it hard on the internet because we aren't our bodies on the internet. And... And therefore, we they end up showing them. We women end up showing ourselves too much on the internet physically. Precisely, I think because it's not embodied. I, I that's my Rachel's theory about why um, women are so sense. willing to put their naked selves into the internet. They just they can't bear not mm. being embodied in the in, in, in the context. Yeah. And then a men like looking at the images and so it feeds itself. But I, my, my sense is that women find it very, very difficult to stay disembodied in, in this, in mm. this intellect space. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's di- because it is, it's, it's very uncomfortable experience being kind of morphed into an abstraction. Mm-hmm. And because you're dealing with pure intellect, mm, your physicality has no bearing on that whatsoever. So you can't influence perception. 
you know, women use their physicality to influence the perception of themselves, which is why when women are so cruel to each other online, they're or offline too, but you know, w w a women's cruelty to each other is oh, she's ugly or she's this or she's that or uh, she's fat. What is she wearing? This is horrible. Um, because we use our physicality to influence the perception of ourselves. You can't do that in pure a world of pure intellect. You can't do that when you're made into a non-bodied, disembodied, abstract entity. That makes perfect sense. It explains why that they find it so terrifying when someone's attacking them and they don't have a, an ability to, to defend themselves with any kind of physical response. It, it also, I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, we've, we've seen it too. Uh, there's a, a number of women that we're aware of that have shown way too much of themselves. And I think this, I, I think this is another side of the, the just can't log off because it's like you are, you're thirsty. It's desert like for the kind of engagement that you're actually women are wanting, which is the physical mm -hmm. engagement, which they can't have on the internet because it's not physical and it, it spirals. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, women are social. They're relational. They need to have that physical, uh, connection in order to build their social worlds. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, even, even, sense. even to the, the point of, you know, giving food, <laughs> Right, the, the sort yes. of social social preparation of food and, and offering food, and that that also explains why women seem, seem to. Uh, we are generalizing wildly, but we have proof. Default to posting food, <laughs> we do. They post their. I mean, I guess you know some of the men post their food all the time, which I find strange. Um, there's there's whole channels devoted to posting their burgers, but <laughs> yes, I'm thinking of particular ones. <laughs> Um, but I, I, this is, I, I think this is, a. I mean, we were, t we're sort of talking about the sins and we're talking about what kind of sins you're drawn in and we're still trying, I, in, in my head, we're still working towards the definition of demons and why it might not be completely inappropriate for us all to be on the internet, but with awareness of what kind of space it is and, and, you know, what kind of wilderness or city it is. Uh, but that mm -hmm. because of its disembodied nature, it has its own repertoire of temptations because we're so desperately trying to create this embodied thing that can't happen for us in this city. Mm. In this sand, sand world. Yeah. I'm thinking of the first major argument I ever had online was with someone I knew mm reminded me now. Okay. Oh good. And I was talking about it was just a it was a it wasn't even directed to anybody, you know, it was like shower thoughts, but kilt shower thoughts is like the uh, African nationalists for the you know first people to defeat a, a fascist power. So calling nationalists fascists makes no sense, right? So it was me being autistic and just speaking out loud. And saying, I don't understand why everyone's calling nationalists fascists. This doesn't make any sense. They're not. The nationalists defeated the fascists. Why are you saying this? Someone picked it up. Someone that I knew very well. 
but responded in a very, very different way that was shocking to me. Like even now, if I think about it, my heart starts beating really quickly because uh, it was not it was not the same person. It's a completely different entity responding to the post. How interesting. How I know you. I went to your wedding. <laughs> I mean, your wedding photos, because I was, I was in the bridal party. They forgot that it was me. Suddenly it was someone defending uh, an enemy. In this case, nationalists are the enemy. Mm. So I'd been stripped of my real identity and then suddenly I'm in digital combat mode. So we're in the wilderness and I'm having a battle with someone who has forgotten that I exist outside of this space completely. And got very, very nasty very quickly. And it sort of triggered a pylon. And yeah, it was it was my first experience of what happens when um uh people are fighting in that space and the rules of real life don't apply into it. They don't apply in the digital environment. Mm. People's behavior changes in the digital environment because the way that the person had responded to my uh, statement was completely different to the, the way that they would have spoken to me if we were in the kitchen having a coffee together. So uh, I was shocked. It was quite traumatizing. And uh, then I thought, okay, do I leave? And I realized I didn't want to mm. because I was not wrong. I mean, for so many reasons, I just was not wrong. Um, nationalists are anti-fascists, so or certain nationalists were the anti-fascists. And it was, to me, you know, it was a triggering my autistic sense of, like, justice, <laughs> justice. It's horrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's horrible injustice, and I'm not going to let them beat me down. So I kept saying more and more and more. And... Um, and then realized what was going on was this uh, this same dynamic that you're describing. You know, women are using these spaces to build social worlds. And suddenly I'd interrupted the social world by proposing an alternative fact that was going to ruin the consensus of this particular tribe and it was not tolerated. So I had to be squished. Mm. The strange thing about it was that it's spilled out into my real life as well. But... Um, you can't rely on a normal relational set of, you know, it's like the, the, the Swiss army knife of your relationship tools. They don't, it doesn't apply online. So uh, I was faced with the shame demon, which is a really big one for women, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, uh, being screamed at, told that, you know, and being screamed at, told that I was stupid, uh, a pseudo intellectual moron. But all, all in all text, of this kind of, right? Uh, all of it yeah. in text. Only to, it was just pure text. And then the effect of reading it, it was like, wow, who or what is attacking me right now? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this person has disappeared and now it's something else. So yeah. it just. You start to see the effect. It's it's not two people arguing anymore. There is something else coming through in that moment uh, that isn't just a person. 
Okay, so this get this gets to we've got the demons flaying and roasting someone. Of course we do. Um, right in the in the in the desert fathers, the the logismoi, these demons are out in the desert and they have real existence, but they also work on your thoughts, and you seem to bring them mm. with you, and you they they go there to practice against them. With the internet and that what you're describing, I started so um my um based con host Robert Crozy is his his new book is coming out, his cross time crusade is coming out, and I was reading it because I gave him some advice on the Templars. <laughs> um and, and it's very interesting because it has demons in it. They're looking for demon a book about demons. And he's he's theorizing about the demons that are manifesting because of these the internet. I, I'm not sure how much I can say, mm-hmm. which is is not. I mean, he's got his Kickstarter. You guys got to like you know help fund his Kickstarter. You can you can buy the books. Um, that because of the technology that we are involved with, it's. Let me see if I can translate it into my own understanding. So in the ancient world, in the, they have this idea that cities have geni- geniuses, right? That they have deities, yes. beings, egregores, right? Everybody talk, knows about those now. Jonathan Pajot talked about them once, that emerge from the interactions of the people in the city somehow, right? It's like somehow a city has a demon, a daimon, that is its, and in, in, in the, you know, the ancient... Um, text they seem well Fustel de Collonge who our friend Ken was reading was talking about how that's the way that the city defines itself by its recognition of this entity being demon whatever it is and mm-hmm. that I mean one those are real too in in Christian thinking those are false gods but they are real gods right they're just not the right one to work <laughs> so and and those are the beings that in, in you know, like proper idolatry or taken into the idols. We, we talked about idols a few weeks ago, right? And that they somehow inhabit the mm-hmm. idols, but they can inhabit cities. And what I think Bob Crozy is, Robert Crozy is doing in his, in his book is thinking about, well, they can also inhabit the internet, right? It's like, it, it, it kind of also fits with Charles Strauss's theorizing about information, magic and mathematics that it, it's like once you get all of these information processors that we have all the motherboards connected through all the internet and such like these beings are emerging from it of they're not it means whether they're conscious whether we're we can't really control them because they're all of our collective activities but they are definitely somehow feeding on us it's mm. well one pretty terrifying um, and two, that means like every time we come into the internet, we're potentially engaging with them. Now you could see if you were listening properly, we do it every time we walk in a city too. I, I think this, this, if there's fear of cities, it's to a large, you know, to a certain extent, a fear of this kind of collective reality. Mm. And whether you're in Chicago, where that collective reality has one kind of character, or whether you're in, I mean, cities have characters because of this. New York is different from LA is to, and it's partly geography, but there's also a, a real sense of collective reality. We're doing mm. that on the internet too, of creating these 
I just keep saying, it's like, it's an entity that's a reality that comes into being because of all of our interactions. And that you were having mm. that experience with your friend. It's like these, these channels of trained disciplined thoughts or chaotic, terrified thoughts. Rachel's theory of current politics. <laughs> 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 Because all of these the entities <laughs> so keep getting activated by our collective activity. Mm. I wonder if I can peek in, in, in Rob's book and get a little bit more exact. Melisine, I wonder if it was our doing, wondering if it was ourselves. Yes, it is. It is ourselves. We are, I mean, all of the, it's like, but yes and no, right? We, we somehow in, in the Bible, the angels and demons are real that, you know, the devil tempts, Christ in the desert that's somehow real um and the desert fathers go into the desert to train themselves against these entities somehow um we in the mm. internet are in this situation of experiencing them but so, okay, well, we can't escape. They're everywhere. That, that They're part of our reality, right? That they exist with us. But if we don't train against them, they'll trap us in sin. There, set up. Yep. Yeah, we get... Uh... Trapped in sin, and another way of describing that would be trapped in uh, the need for uh, comfort. That too, yeah. Because a lot of sin in civilization isn't something which is uh, overtly sinful. You know, um... I mean, gluttony, for example, mm. can sometimes just look like a need for comfort that, that escalates more and more and more. So, yeah, it's a fear of deprivation which keeps us in sin. I speak for myself there, too. Right. Mm. This... Uh, false claim that there's only so much of something this uh, kind of scarcity hustle mm -hmm. we're afraid of death because we think this is the only life we'll ever have and so what do we do we do everything at all costs to avoid death because this is it you know it's this kind of we don't want to be deprived of this life so we'll do everything we absolutely can to keep this one to make it as comfortable as possible. Christ liberates us from that fear of death because we know that we have another life in him. There's an out. Mm. But if this is all that there is, then we're in scarcity and suddenly there's a potential deprivation and uh, it, changes, it changes everything. This is where I got when I realized it's why fasting is necessary. It's it's the mm -hmm. 
it's a spiritual training for sure and it's calming in fact in the sense that you're not i mean it's otherwise we're just behaving like addicts that that we can't mm-hmm. be cut off from our supply and you know it it is interesting that our, our for women in particular our greatest supply is each other i mean that that need for the social interaction um and there is also the reality that if we're cut off from society we'll die i mean yeah men may be okay living off well i mean there were women in the desert living as hermits but it's more likely that they're men men do seem to be okay being able to go and live by themselves but women we're not very good at it we go nuts Mm. um I mean, what some of what this is making me wonder is like, okay, so the men have to train differently. Do the women have to fast differently? What kind of fasting are we really needing to do versus what the men need to do? Because in my in my in my imagination with the fencing, I was you know it's going to learn the same things the monks did, right? That I, I, yes. I, and fencing bear was about that. It's fencing bear at prayer because it's the fencing, the martial training, the the spiritual discipline to be you know to to understand the kinds of um, metaphors that the monks were using they're in the psalms all of the military imagery of fighting fighting your enemies they're spiritual as well as physical and that fencing i thought would be this training for dealing with all of these difficult emotions and and the thing is it really did i mean it did help i think um you know of, of all of the things of you know the online world and the culture wars and things like that i do know that without all of that fencing training i could not have done it Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, it, it helped me understand how to stay calm when people were trying to hit me emotionally mm-hmm. or, or intellect, I mean, it, intellectually, but that, that, the, 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 the interesting thing about being offensive about is one, you put a mask on, so you're not looking at each other face to face. The masks are, you can't really see through, through them. So you're a, now a, a, an oval, right? You've kind of masked up. And so you're reading each other's bodies and movements and, and things like that. Um, but you are, now I forgot what I was saying again. Um, you're, you're being hit by an anon. Yes, almost. you're being hit by an anon. Exactly. And, yeah. and you know, and, and yeah. the thing is what, what's interesting for women about it. One, the thing that you cannot believe when you get on, on and off the strip is when you're off the strip, you're all friendly and everything. And you, you know, and, and I got thrown by this so many times when I was a beginner, you get on the strip and, and the, your opponent smiles at you. <laughs> She's probably about to beat, beat the daylights out of you, but you're disarmed, right? It's like, Oh, but she was nice. It's great. It's going to be a fun bat. No, she just, (laughs) she just knows, she knows the game. Odin, Dr. RFB was a fencer. Very interesting. Yes, I am a veteran level fencer. I had a B rating, the USFA B rating until COVID hit and I didn't get to fence for a few years. So now I'm a C, um, uh, C22 is my current rating and, uh, I fence foil. Uh, but so, so, 
you know, you got all this emotion of this person coming at you, you must stay absolutely calm and not let all of the crowded thoughts that you have about what should be happening get in your way because the should is the death, the deadliest thought you have. You should have been mm. nice to me. I was your friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because in the moment of the bout, the bout takes over, which is I'm going to do this action. You need to, you know, what do the right, the right action is. If you do the wrong action and I hit you, that's my point. And, you know, I've, I've been trying in the course of the last week or so to explain this <laughs> to people who aren't fencers and it, 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 that I can look at the online engagements that we have and see, okay, that was a feint that you missed a parry that you didn't, you know, you, you, you took the bait there and you responded. It's about right. And from, yes. from, from, from mostly what I see, the men are actually just bouting, right? There it's, there's a move. I make this, 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 I'll make this joke and you respond or you don't, you know, I'll make this other response. If the women get involved in the men's bout, it's a disaster, right? Please don't do it, ladies. Stay away. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but for women, we, we also have to train to deal with all of the emotions that come up when this person who was smiling at you one, one, 10 seconds ago before you put your masks down on guard, ready fence, and she's coming at you like a freight train and you're going, wow, what just happened? That the fencing was actually very, very useful for me in all of these internet engagements because I could tell the difference mm. between something that was actually a threat, hopefully, and something that was just exciting my fear and my emotions and my need to get angry mm. and all of that. It's like, don't let, and that's what the desert, the desert fathers are trying to learn to do with the, 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 the eight deadly thoughts and the, the, the logismoi and, and the internet demons. They're trying to remember, they're trying to learn how to stay calm in the midst of this chaos mm. of attack. And St. Anthony did really well, right? <laughs> After a while. Um, that he's, he's able to recognize the difference between his response in emotion and, and terror and fear for his life or, you know, the, 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 the deadly thought of gluttony for monks is I might die, right? Because like I'm fasting so much or, you know, the, the, the deadly thought for a fencer of pride is I should win this bout because I've been practicing and I was seated ahead of her and she's a beginner and I know how to do this and bamo, bamo, you just lost. Right, mm. and sh and you're crying on the end of the strip because you shouldn't have, right? Those those are the kinds of thoughts I went into fencing to learn. I realized in retrospect to deal with, so that mm. in fact, when on the internet all of this stuff was flying at me, I knew how to pay attention to the bout that was actually happening rather than the flood mm. of emotions that was coming at me of you're hated. These people don't like you. They're going to make say mean things about you. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's all I'm making a lot of gestures now. Cause this is in my body. That's waving your blade around like this. And I know that's not an attack. Yes. And I, you know, all, almost everything that goes on in most bouting is people. It, it, this is, this is a standard thing that beginning fencers use. They think if I spin my blade around a lot, they'll not know where I'm coming from. Oh no, I saw you. I can see exactly when that that flailing around turns into your intention because I've been practicing enough. I can tell the moment you make the decision. And there, there was this, this great moment when I was, again, a beginner, and one of the veteran men was fencing against me in a tournament. And I said to him, I feel, I afterwards, like, 
Joe, I felt like you knew what I was going to do before I did. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he did. He could tell. He could hit me before I even understood that I was trying to attack him. Yeah, it was so. And and that's what you can say that the micro the micro movement the micro movements that I everything. wasn't even aware of. He was already dealing mm. with. That's so it's cool. very cool. It's very, <laughs> very cool. And so, I mean, you see that it's like when I, when I went to my very first national tournament back when I was, it was, I was not even old enough to be a veteran yet. So it was like still just only fencing mm. against the, the, the teenagers. And I was watching the pool bout and this, you know, the one, the, the woman who won, the girl who won, I couldn't figure out why. Cause she didn't seem to do anything except win every bout. <laughs> so uh, again going back to the the women on the internet problem but uh this is the struggle if if you're uh if you're in the headspace of keeping things comfortable to prevent conflict in order to have your social environment harmonious as possible these kinds of conflicts they don't follow rules you were expecting the rule to be that you would see, uh, you know, like you would have given uh, an indication of what you were doing. Your opponent didn't need it. He'd already, you know, it, there's there's no like a uh, formulaic way of winning these things. Or this woman that comes in who's a newbie starts winning bouts. No one knows why. Oh, um, everybody hates her. Because because if she does that, she's coming and disrupted the entire hierarchy. I mean that that's that's yeah. very interesting. <clears throat> no, so the way I see there's there's two different levels, right? There's the should of what social situation you're in to start with, mm -hmm. and um, that is what what I learned. I had to really deal with a lot. I had to learn to deal with. Oh, she was really nice to me, and she just beat me five nothing. Right. It felt mm. mean. And then I had one of my coach friends telling me, you know, you, you don't like being mean. So you don't actually like beating them. And I'm like, you're kind of right. I, I was okay. You know, if I, if, if I was the better quote, better fencer, that was okay for me to win. And it's okay for me to win as an underdog. Or so, you know, it's like the, the, the social concerns just clouded everything. Um, but, but yes. what you're describing is like the reason Joe could see me, what I was about to do. That's the, that's the kind of verbal wit that Milo has that is devastating. Um, and you know, it's, it's the rhetorical responses that, that Owen uses that Vox talks about saying, he just like, if he know he's going to, and this is okay. This we're getting now to the, the actual demonic moment guys get ready. Um, that, Someone, someone like Milo or someone like Owen will do to you on the internet what Joe did to me in that bout, right? That one, Joe was looking for all my weaknesses because I was like clumsy and he didn't even, I was, like, I was so blindingly obvious that there were all these weaknesses, but he's, he's looking, he's looking for the things that I'm making mistakes on or anxious about or trying to protect myself from or it's like who knows like i don't even consciously think about all these things when i go i actually maybe i do if i'm going into a bout with someone i'm like okay she moves like that okay she's 
she's she does she's anxious about that okay i if i miss and if i misread it and i and she and i let her hit me i'm like uh you know because i'm my autism clearly is going nuts because i'm not reading this jewish right what milo or owen can do is look at you and in less time than you realize he's even considered you figure out every single one of your tells and then and mm. then and they'll both do it right because the but they both have this verbal ability they will then proceed to destroy you in the nicest possible way <laughs> <laughs> and i you know i've certainly seen milo do that with it's like he'll i, I it's like one podcast i remember he's he he, he had been they'd been bantering about i think before i don't know all this i'm just some of it i'm assuming that I'm reading correctly because I'm a fencer. They've been bantering, bantering mm -hmm. about something about feet and shoes and stuff like that. Well, when, as soon as they got on camera, Milo was teasing this guy about his foot fetish. <laughs> you know, he was supposed to be with them talking about t-shirts. And it it's a, it's about, right? It's like when, when Milo yes. says they're bouting, they're, you know, exchanging, hazing and stuff like that. It's, I see this thing that you're going to be anxious about. That's my target. Yes. Yep. It's the, the uh, what is it? The, you know, the, the red sheet that the, the bullfighters are waving. Only well, it's the matador, size. the matador but is my right? Saying, I know that you're going to respond mm. to this. Do do. Mm. Right. And there you go. And you rush at it and he knows exactly where you're going to come. And then he goes, Doop, right. And, and moves away. And, and you yes. are turning into the bull because this little bitty character is tricking you constantly. And then you get, and obviously if you get mad, you're doomed, you're doomed because then you can't, you know, make your uh, responses with enough precision that he can't just take, take over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the, this, again, it's conflict, but there is not, uh, I'm thinking, compared to, it's not, it's not conflict for a reputational destruction necessarily. So I think this is why uh, the women have a hard time with this because the women don't talk to each other like this. Otherwise it's, we don't haze, women don't haze. We're insulting or we're demeaning, but we don't haze each other. We can't build our social worlds like this. Men have to haze to build their social worlds. So the, the languages are different. But that means the demons we're fighting in these spaces are different also. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the way we're fighting them is, is different. Classes for demons, classes for women fighting demons. So, I mean, the 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 yeah. the, the, the monks and nuns. It's so interesting. Nuns in the medieval tradition consider themselves warriors too, right? They talk about themselves as as knights and, and mm -hmm. spiritual warriors. 
But I do, I, this, this is, okay, so all of the things that have irritated me about feminism and gender studies over the last, ooh, some time in my life is that there really are differences that we could be talking about, as we say in academia, productively. Um, and somehow the field just refused to look at it. They didn't want to say women are this and men are that, and that for women, you can be better at being women if you recognize these temptations and propensities. I, the thing is, so someone in the chat is asking, mm -hmm. Bear Armstrong is saying, what are the eight deadly thoughts? It's it's the same as the seven deadly sins, only with one missing. And um, if you if you pause for a second, I can look it up because it's in my it's in my blog. There's a blog post I did called Into the Desert um, on the blog, and it's um, a meditation on this problem of you, you, I, you know, I started training as a fencer to go into the desert with, with the monks and to understand these temptations. Let me get to the part where I'm talking about the actual thoughts. Okay. So here, according to Vragrius Ponticus are the names of the eight deadly thoughts, um, gluttony or the concern that one is doing damage to one's body by pursuing the ascetic life, impurity or lusting after others' bodies, avarice or the anxiety to care for one's old age particularly shame at the thought of accepting aid from others sadness or feeling sorry for oneself and the denial of one's desires anger or wrath at the thought of those who've done one some injury acadia or distraction and sloth along with desire to abandon the ascetic life uh, vainglory or the desire to show off one's struggles and be commended by others these guys are living in caves and weaving mats and they're still worried about showing off, right? Um, and pride or the conviction that one may be virtuous by one's own efforts without the help of God. So gluttony, impurity, avarice, anger, sadness, Acadia, vainglory, pride. And and like I said, Gregory the Great transforms these into what the West knows as the seven deadly sins, and so they're close. But it's it's these are the demons of the the temptation, and for the most part in the Christian traditions, recognize both men and women suffer from these same temptations. But maybe we have different characters of temptation. Yeah, the characters are different. I'm thinking I, I went through a list of examples from all of those categories that I've experienced and I'd hit every single one of them by the end of the list. Yeah. Uh, but it looks different. I mean, um, uh, look, a, look, a big one for the women online is, uh, you know, be nice and be feminine right now. A lot of the, the, the response and reaction to feminism in the West has been for men to say, oh, no, women, stop talking or behave in a certain way or you're not very feminine is one that I've heard a lot. Um, the, but this this just plays on the fear of, uh, you know, or it can just play on the fear of women being terrified to look bad, therefore they'll stop telling the truth if it's going to cost them their social status. So it ends up feeding into a kind of uh, pridefulness or, um, you know, a, des a desire to be liked above of, above truth-telling. So the battles that men, men and women are having against the demons look completely different sometimes. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, Case, Casey you know, is I'm, saying I'm going through the women, women enter a chat room and immediately start playing umpire. Play nice, everyone. Right? And and the thing is, <clears> I <throat> so I'd say, you know, it's perfectly appropriate for us in our own chat rooms to do that. To say this this kind of chat room. And if you enter my Dragon Common room, um, the, you know, it has rules. And the first one is salute your opponent. <laughs> So that that I do expect mm -hmm. people to behave in a certain way in this chat, and I will kick you out if you don't behave in those terms. But that doesn't mean that I can go in and do that in everybody else, everybody else's chat. And that's it's, to be fair to Milo. That's why he kept kicking me out of his chat. <laughs> Although it was a lot of stickers, um, but I I got upset because you know in the first year of of his chat 2019, there's some blog post about that, the Telegram Diaries. Um, you know, I had in my head that we were going to, you know, make culture. Well, okay, we do that in the Dragon Common Room and obviously with our poetry and yeah. and our streams here now and such. But that wasn't his chat. And although sometimes he liked my meditations on how he was training people in virtue with his, his you know, testing and stuff like that, which he was, um, it was pretty much impossible for me not to try to guide it, which wasn't my role. Mm -hmm. Right. And and now, of course, if I show up in his chat, he, he most almost instantaneously bans me. But <laughs> Mom, get out. Right. And, and and that's 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 important because it's saying your role here cannot be what it is in your own chat or your own classroom or your own group. Women, you need your own spaces that you are designing yes. and training people in. Right. I'd say I think we do train people in appropriate skills and problems but they're not identical with the men's training ground and somehow in our you know comp complexity of our internet city we need to to you know one just come to peace with that and some comfort maybe the men need their digital kivas and the women need their you know teepees or sewing circles or whatever it's <laughs> whatever they do what milo says whatever you do and in those in those, in those <laughs> women's spaces that you have and it's like we shouldn't tell them <laughs> they'll want to learn to oh, knit nipple. or something <laughs> yeah. well i i've i've switched over I, I i mean i've lived in segregated uh sexually segregated environments for quite some time and um enjoyed the difference i don't think westerners really want to go into full segregation it, I, I don't think western men would actually like that mm. at all for a whole bunch of different reasons but um they say that they want <laughs> they say that they want women back in that situation they don't um they couldn't handle it it's a very very different way of relating to each other and uh what happens actually is women end up really just forming their own dialect and they completely you know they can speak a completely different language which men don't understand it <laughs> they're dealing with a whole different problem of machinations behind the scenes then um but like i you know i was i was fighting outside of dcr in the in, in the other bouts and other environments and since i've come out and shown my face to everybody i've stepped back from that now because i can understand that uh, unfortunately i can't do that right. anymore it's 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 gone um even though i trust myself enough to be able to do it still the uh, mosaic arc I'm, thanks you for your sacrifice I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> look what i've given up <laughs> um but it was it was a it was a big it was a big loss because 
I did enjoy it so much. Um, and I get policed. I understand that I, I understand it because I've had to experience it myself when I've been in that very playful, combative and autistic mode. On guard. With the boys gaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and then fun. someone has come in and said, be nice, you're being so horrible to them. Stop doing this. And then I start snapping, going, don't interrupt. We're, we're you know, we're, we're in, in the, the middle, middle of a battle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, we always have a laugh afterwards, right? There's no residual afterwards, usually. Uh, and I think this is something that, uh, you know, the girls aren't trained to do. It's like, we, you you fight as a woman and there's months of resentment afterwards that needs to be dealt with. The, 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 clean, the cleanup process is worse than that train derailment. You know, it's like it seeps into the ground, just holding on to toxic amounts of resentment and it's festering and the bird life is dying. Men aren't like that. It's done. You know, 15 minutes afterwards, no one even remembers what happened unless it's something really bad. Or but unless the women get that involved. Yes, that's it. We ruin it. If women get involved in this process, suddenly it's a train derailment. And the cleanup is really, really messy. So having the experience of both, uh, I know you do not nanny and do not police the combat. Don't police the conflict. When men are in demon combat mode, leave them. Leave them be. It's for the best. It's for everyone's benefit. Um but yeah, having 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 lost that mode and then gone into another one, uh, just because someone can see my face now, they won't fight with me in the same way. Everything's different. But that's, I mean, what I would say was that's how I got in trouble on the internet in the first place. Three cheers, mm -hmm. right? They respect yep. us, <clears throat> even even though they pretend not to. Um, that that you're right. The Christian men do have a very high respect for women appropriately <laughs> and it's hard for them they don't want it they don't i mean this is for the you know the fencers they they do need to learn how to fence with us they have to practice with us because it's a small sport and and you know not many fencers around um but you know the men the men obviously enjoy fencing each other differently than when they fence me and i get it right it's like it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's um courtesy to practice with me and to help me practice as opposed to fencing with another man yeah i mean we can be cheerleaders we can game when it's the it's in that mode that you've just described but we cannot interfere with their conflicts we need to right. have uh we need to have a very good uh, understanding of that that it would be the same as a woman in, you know interrupting saint anthony if he's running out into the desert and saying oh no don't go you'll be hungry uh, there's no <laughs> food out there oh you know um there's no people you're going to be anti-social you know it's like why are you interfering the man is on a mission leave him right be. yeah it's a very similar thing but but i'm also um, thinking it's the problem with politics now Right. It, you you, you yes. throw the women into the mix and, and we do really change all of that very significantly um, so that the men can't actually. It's, I was having a conversation in the park today and, uh, you know, the man I was talking to was saying, why can't we go back to the way politics used to be? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, that, you know, the 19th century parliamentary debate kind of thing. It's like women in that situation will do what they do in all other kinds of male 
combat is wreck it. That they the men won't be able to just bout it out because they'll be either deferring to the women in one way or the other, or right. the women will be trying to. Uh, Casey has also said um, men will haze each other almost immediately to size up the other men to see if they can take it. Exactly, right? right? So Milo sees the guy, starts hazing him. If this woman comes in and starts interfering with that moment of hazing. That destroys everything. It means that, that Milo won't learn who the man is, except for he's listening to his woman too much. The man won't learn whether he can answer Milo well enough. The woman has, in fact, tried to take charge of the whole situation, which is not appropriate necessarily in that situation. Guess what, ladies? If you like watching men joust, go to the joust. Watch them. <laughs> but don't yeah. jump in. Don't jump in and start dragging the horses around. I, I had a really good um, experience once. I went with a friend of mine to see a boxing match. I don't think I've said this on the stream yet, mm. so like, uh, tell me if I'm repeating myself. It was fantastic. Um, live boxing, semi-professional. Things are still a little messy, so it's 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 kind of a cool vibe. <laughs> a little bit dungy. You know, you feel like someone might get shot behind the the gym, but not. I I don't know. It was kind of a weird weird thing it was, it was cool so we went um and uh my friend knew the fighter one of the fighters and so we said hi to him before the fight and he was a really lovely guy and uh then walked away and the guy who, who took me to the fight he said i'll notice the difference in him when he comes back out i was like okay and um we we're chatting and oh how'd you meet him oh he's really lovely lovely family man blah 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 anyway they call for the round to start and out walks a completely different person. Yeah. 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 Completely different person. Uh, it was like he was possessed and not necessarily in a bad way. You know, it wasn't like, Oh, you're possessed by demons. He was in a completely different mode. He was there for war. I just, it, it was this magnificently shocking experience of having met this gentle giant of a man previously and then to see what he's like when he was coming out to do battle with another man mm. oh, oh, so good <laughs> so, yeah it was really good so i don't know why women want to stop this process sit there and watch them beat each other until they're bleeding and then go and baby them afterwards yeah. but they have to do it because i you know as I'm sitting there with my friend who was a rugby player too. So, you know, there's a lot of guys in this environment that hit each other a lot for fun, <laughs> but they need it. Just the feeling of watching them have, having this sensation of what it is to be a man who's not inhibited and who's able to grow in this way mm -hmm. and to be in pain. It was wonderful. I don't know why you would stop them from this experience. Uh, anyway, it was it was magnificent so it is it's like watching them box it's like watching a ring fight and that could be applied to anything else but uh you know the the internet space i think a lot of people they want that they want to be there for a ring fight mm -hmm. and then girls are jumping in the ring and saying no don't you're being mean no. we're robbing them of the of combat when you're describing the way he looked when he was coming out and, and focused mm. i mean what's what's funny to me is that it's like women swoon over that level of focus. That is like the, mm -hmm. the oh, 
so yeah. intense. <laughs> and then they get in the, and get in the way of it, right? Because of course, yeah. what they want, this is the Samson and Delilah image, right? What they want is, well, like she's like trying to betray him and stuff, right? But they want that attention focused on them, right? It's like, you can, you can, if it, it's the, uh, mm. um, in Pirates of the Caribbean, when the dad, whose name I forget, is looking at the sword that Tur Will Turner has made, and he's saying, mm. in, or no, maybe it's when the the former fiance is looking at the sword saying, any man who could make this should know how to take care of a woman, right? It's like, we are judging the men's ability to take care of the women uh, yes. on the basis of their ability to focus in these moments. And so you do, mm. I mean, you want, like the image I was using with the going to the joust, it's like that, that the, you know, quintessential chivalric performance mm the joust right which is very rich men and very expensive equipment <laughs> running it banging into each other with you know horses and swords and and, and such like that it's it, it was you know, it's a luxury sport um that that to be able to do that is to prove something real and in prince yes. in in knight's tale when it the um the the Heath Ledger character is talking to the, with the woman and, and she's sort of teasing him saying, you know, why are you doing this? Some, you know, boy with a you know, horse on a, with a stick. Right. But the, on the yes. other hand, she's there watching the, the jousts recognizing that they, you know, they're jousting for their own. Well, it's like, it's complicated, right. But they, they need to compete with each other. And they also obviously are doing it in the situation of wanting the women to be watching. It, it, you don't want women doing that. It's like fine, we can fence, but we're over there, right? It's it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same activity, which is why women's sports well, are not the same level of attention and money and engagement that the men's. Although obviously, what's happening in the men's sports is probably also corrupt and gambling and stuff like that. But it's like we need to see them competing against each other, and we women may like the competition ourselves but are not in the same game no it's a completely different game and that's why the men are in monasteries away from women yeah because they need <clears throat> about those demons yep yep and what's interesting about them and the monks are out there battling demons and interestingly of course throughout the middle ages the community understands that the men in those monasteries battling the demons are helping the entire world. That it's, it's mm -hmm. like, there's, there's maybe we, we need, we need monasteries of demon battlers on the internet. There you go. I, I wonder who would set one of those up. Um, that, <laughs> that you are, there's some kind this, the energy changes if just monk, there are enough monks on Mount Athos or, you know, in the Cistercian yep. monasteries or those monasteries out in the wilderness are you know, like power stations of some very significant yeah. sort. Which is why in Rob Crozy's book, the, the Templars, I mean, that you have a monastic discipline to deal with this level of battle. It's both physical and spiritual. Yes. It has to be synchronized. So Odin gave us another super chat for my answer on fencing. So thank you again. <laughs> Got a smiley face. Right. Um, Odin saying it can be very good for young men to compete in these ways. Important. Absolutely important. 
Odin. Yes, there is a naturalness to the competition, but have to nix the corruption 100%. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, it's like the, 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 the um, parasites that feed off of everything, real and good. So the sport of itself mm. is real and good. It's the, the parasitical feeding off of it that kills it. All these 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 young men that are you know being turned into, um, the the NFL players and such that are being corrupted in their sport because of money and the, I mean obviously they get paid a lot of money, but it the the, the drugs and stuff that they're giving them to yes. keep them competing, <clears throat> and you're robbing them of everything. Is that moment of focus when you go into combat? Mm-hmm. So we have Christ here commanding the demons to leave, I think. <laughs> and now we know now we understand. We understand everything. We have solved the problems of the internet. Yeah. We're just figuring out the problems. <laughs> well, knowing how to train is a big one, right? And mm -hmm. and I think um that for me I I keep saying this you can't learn these things without doing them. You cannot learn defense with just watching. And I, I'm, this is a big part of my teaching philosophy that everything is like, mm -hmm. I want to learn. I, I need to go in and engage with things that I'm learning. It's like we, we, we learn by practice and then the metaphor applies in other situations. But I think the, the only training that the, the only way you train your soul is to be in there training. So mm -hmm. I have obviously love being on the internet. <laughs> Um, and, but recognize it also as a place of danger and combat and, and, you know, the potential use of skill, but that the main thing you have to know how to deal with when you're in this, this desert of the internet is the same thing that the monks had to train within the desert, which is your own emotions and thoughts and, mm -hmm. and. All of that gets in everybody's way, but it's it, where where else are we going to learn to deal with it, right? That's why we are fasting in the desert. That's why Jesus goes into the desert for training against the the devil. You probably you know had to train up. You need to be in shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Odin is asking: Was fencing corrupt in ways? Fencing is so fascinating. Um, probably. But it's not a professional sport, so the temptations are, are not there in the same way. It's an Olympic sport. Um, I was never at the level that the corruption meant anything to me because we were just veteran ladies. <laughs> um, and uh, it, it matters a lot that it's it you know that that you can trust the referees and the calls and, and things like that. And I think maybe there is corruption at the top levels in the national international competitions, but my international competition was one time in in germany and and I'm, again i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't aware of of it because i'm i'm down in the the ordinary the ranks of honest bouts i suppose i hope anyway so chat have we convinced you that it's both good and bad and you need to train here in the desert so we can become like saint catherine and know how to outwit the philosophy you know, the philosophers you do need to train and you can do it as ladies, but we do need to, maybe we need to figure out different training regimens for the men and the women. Although our, our main advice tonight is ladies, if the men are bouting, stay out of it. <laughs> Never, ever, 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 ever get in the middle of a bout. 
between two men. Just don't. Ever. Just don't. We, we're here to tell you, don't. <laughs> Have we said it again? Don't. Don't do <laughs> however it. However much that your husband, however much you're tempted, <clears throat> really just let them bow. Let them bleed. Let them bleed. And then they'll be friends Better. again. Like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it, see, it sounds mean. When I say it, I know I can hear I can hear myself, and I know how mean it sounds. It sounds cruel, but it's not. It's good. <laughs> you have to let them bleed. <laughs> then they grow. Then they grow. Mm -hmm. And we need to learn as ladies how to deal with all those emotions when we get cut off, and th and they don't smile yeah. at us in the way that we wish they would. We feed on attention, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we've, we've passed our two hours, two hours and 27, two hours, two, well, whatever. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, we will carry, we, will, we, will, we, we, we promise to continue to sail into choppy waters and bring back lessons for you. Where shall we go next? We don't know. We do kind of plan in advance, but we don't quite know where we're going each week. So join us next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.